a Lord Lieutenant, Deputy Lord Lieutenant, Cohelic is the coach of Gail. Erangetal, Laura Magnil get a couple of nomad Erangetal shares. Mille Buikas has some firkin fulcher tarishivroom, Augusta Ohasar and Vencha. Augustokohore, three slim leshna kyotor yoga shah. I just want to thank you all for this very, very warm welcome. And I think this, that tribute you've just made to the musicians that we've heard today. And it's just so wonderful to see... Uh, so many of them, uh, at all the different levels. Uh, that's my granny's there in the front row, but we'll come to that. May <laughs> <laughs> I just say, Gam Buikasli, it's an a hiol on on show on quirrell am vein shalith, agus is minla margurt me mala huart as nakul to rioga tachlistan, aglerin an skilagus an passion atachod an kiol. Got a bu crave fiumpani cultus culturier avunu is leery fresh and got a bian gilgas or cultur gulat irak nanini a gretchen a tona gonier in ilan shows will our jangas our gultur bu breather in shah idirin idirum. Yes, this is my first state visit to to Tyrone. I'm back in Belfast, I think, on Tuesday giving the Halkeri lecture uh, about the future. Uh, but it is a w- it's wonderful to be here. And I do join uh, with Kultus Kulturian in, in thanking Common Luklas Gale for the use of the facilities here, which are an enormous credit to them. These fantastic facilities, which will be, as I looked at the plans, will be of such great benefit in, uh, into the future. <coughs> I think as well that what you've just heard and what we can see and what we can anticipate in terms of music just vindicates that it is a very, very good decision, the re-establishing of the Coltus Cultori branch here in Fentanyl. It's a demonstration as well, as I've said, uh, that language and culture can continue to flourish uh, on into the future. It's a very great pleasure for me as President of Ireland to be here to join you today uh, and also to be as well, for it all to be happening uh, at the heartland of the Gaelic Games in Tyrone. A strength uh, particularly in football uh, that many other counties will have experienced. What a great setting it is and I, I think so that it will be very good. About Tyrone, indeed, you have had an introduction already uh, uh, to its importance. <coughs> These days I've been speaking a lot about migration in, in different circumstances. Uh, my own name, uh, O'Higgin, uh, could be translated as starting off in the Inishon Peninsula, but it might upset some of my uh, relatives to say that it's really a Viking name. So we must have invaded a very, very long time ago. There's another section of the Higginses who kind of attached themselves to the O'Neills. But what is not in doubt are the O'Neills. The O'Neills are uh, very, very, uh, very, very important. I'm also so pleased as well to have met the relatives of John Montague, a dear friend, 
whom I knew for many, many, many years, one of the great, great poets, uh, not just not just of Ulster, but of the uh, uh, of the world. His family hailed from here, which he called. I think it was. Uh, I think he actually John wrote in the preface of one of his books, and how this area was the home of one of the great those great aristocratic families of the Gaelic Ireland. And families, everything changed after the collapse of the Gaelic civilization. It was, as he called it, Tyrone, land of own, province of the O'Neill, upon which one could feel, he said, the ghostly tread of the Gaelic lords who came before. It is also recalled here something that is very, very important to say, and in the other counties of Ulster, that isn't said sufficiently often, our debt to the, those Presbyterians who would come to play a very important role in sustaining the Irish language, making it the language of everyday religious practice. I discussed this often with Peter Brook in the past. As Roger Blaney and Padraig O'Snodig have reminded us, at one point in history, at least half of all Presbyterians in Ireland spoke Gaelic, whether of Irish or Scottish variety. And this would go on to extend also to include other aspects of the culture. I'm thinking of the Great Harp Festival in Belfast and elsewhere. All of these diverse traditions contributed to a distinctive language and dialect in the northern countries of this island. That lyric tradition was given us, it was given one of the very finest expressions in the work of the Bard of Tyrone, William Forbes Marshall, a renowned linguist, poet, scholar, and the Presbyterian minister to Six Mile Cross, Up McCloy, and Castle Rock. His poetry inspired another great Tyrone man, Arthur Carney, whose family did so much to maintain and practice the teaching of Irish music in Oma and in this county. So, what does this tell us? It tells us that this culture that we share, this interest in the music and in the language and in everything to do with it belongs to all of us and has been shared in the past. It is wonderful that it has been shared in the present and may it go on to be shared by all those who will come to live with us in the future. The strength of that culture and that tradition is very evident today. So I do want to commend all those driving forces and the Fintona branch of Coltus Coltorieran. It wouldn't be possible without all of you. And what's very, very interesting, wherever I am in Ireland, is to pay tribute to teachers who are so important, who give not just of the time <coughs> that's allocated, but of their own time, to make it possible for all of this, uh, for this, this, these, these skills that are being delivered. And I think they're transmitting something to a generation that all the signs are uh, that young people will treasure it even more. And the committee too. There's always the work of, at the end of the day, the people who are on the committee. Uh, they're the people who keep going and have to transcend difficulties. Now I have to make my, 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 my vision of special interest, uh, my declaration of interest. My niece, Denise Maguire, was indeed instrumental in writing to me about my visit here. And it is her daughter, Sarah, uh, who is playing the accordion there in the front row, which you've had visited me before. Please don't be embarrassed, uh, Sarah, that you're this, this crazy man that's your father. That's, that is... Uh, uh, <laughs>
But if I might say something about that, which is very important, uh, and that in relation to all our lives together on this island and in the future and internationally, uh, my sister Kathleen and Sally were twins and they immigrated at about 20 years of age to Manchester uh, from County Clare in rather difficult times. And they, uh, they, if you like, my sister Kathleen and her husband Michael uh, reared their families in Manchester and then Denise went on to do different things. Denise is back here now in many, many cases. Kathleen, my sister, is back in Shannon. Her sister Sally is somewhere near Cheltenham. But what it all makes its way is the importance of the way that we move between our countries to each other. How important it all is. That I think it was when I visited in the 1960s uh, uh, to Manchester, you could hear music uh, up there across from Bellevue in, in Corby Street uh, because uh, Denise's father loved music. All the lions has loved music and so on. And therefore I'm recovering the music here now. And that's why it's so important and so symbolic that it will be here in Tyrone in the future. So therefore, that's important. Now, apologies for any embarrassment to my niece and her grandniece, but I have an extra incentive as well, is that I have, uh, I, I think I've been privileged to see some of your people play already. I probably see many of you in Drogheda in August at the Flack Hole. When we will all come together to celebrate our Irish music, song, dance and language. I do want to say as well that the logo that the branch has now, Patricia Conlon, incorporating as it does the iconic tram and the Lindrum wind farm, representing both on type Wintlesh and Iraq to the importance that attaches to heritage and also on and also the future and the importance of energy to both town and branch. I quoted John I made reference to John Montague earlier. I was referring to his poem The Lost Tradition. And I just want to say that I'm glad I have been able to come to Tyrone now it's been too long delayed, but it's something that I will make up for in the future. But I also want to say that something that is occurring again and again when people discuss heritage and a recovered interest in the music and the cultures we shared and how they continue to be surprised at how much we shared <coughs> and how much we can do in the, in the future together. This is in John's poem. It's a poem tinged with sadness, regret and nostalgia at the flow, slow fading of heritage and culture that he sensed in 1972. And I knew him in those years. And this is what he wrote. The whole landscape, a manuscript we had lost the skill to read, a part of our past disinherited, but fumbled like a blind man along the fingertips of instinct, the last Gaelic speaker in the parish, when I stammered my school Irish one Sunday after Mass, crinkled a rusty litany of praise, Tan Gaelge a Gwyn a Rish. As a result of your labours, we will have this language we share all over again, 
and the heritage and the cultures that we share are being revived and rediscovered once again in this town in a spirit of generosity, hope and friendship. And for that, I offer you as president of my, my thanks. Agus Gwim got banachtarid of Arshen. Three slim live, got a mila mila mahake. Is in the can made at our winch of Makaka. Agus got banach, Agus got arid on Tawaki. I so wish you well for the future. Thank you again for inviting Sabine and I and for this great lash of music. Thank you very much. <laughs>